You're listening to the Hello CEO podcast. I'm your host, Alora Rochelle. As a wedding photographer turned business coach, I've learned a ton of lessons while building a six-figure wedding photography business. If you're an overwhelmed photographer seeking ways to scale your business by spending less time and making more money, then this podcast is for you. Join me as I share actionable tips and strategies all about mindset, marketing, and sales so you can grow a profitable photography business like a CEO without the hustle and the overwhelm. Are you ready? Let's dive in. CEOs and welcome back to another episode on the podcast. I am so excited because today is moving day officially. We actually move in, well, a handful of hours, six hours. We're going to move soon. So these will be my last batch of episodes inside of my beautiful sister's house with her lovely cat. So I am really excited to to move on into our brand new built from scratch home. It's been a long time coming. We're so excited. The kids are so excited to have their own room. It's going to be great. But I woke up this morning really inspired to share with you a couple of tools that I think are really important for wedding photographers running certain aspects of their business. So this will be kind of like a three-part series. You can kind of pick and choose which really goes along with what you want in your business. But today's topic, I want to be about the three tools that you need to make sure that you have a completely scalable photography business. The first thing is obviously a given, but it's a CRM. Every time I mention like, do you have a CRM or what's your CRM? Usually people say yes. Usually people are like, yeah, I use HoneyBook. I use 17 hats. I use Dubsado. I use XYZ. But sometimes people are like, what is that? No, I just do emails. And if you want to have a business that you're not constantly let run you, you need to have a CRM that automatically sends email updates, questionnaires, contracts within a certain amount of time so that you're not constantly going and checking your computer thinking to yourself, did I send that form? Did I send that contract? Did we get all this situated? Or even worse, when your clients are like, what should we be doing right now? A lot of time has gone by, we haven't heard from you. What do we wear for our engagement session? When do we you know, figure out our wedding timeline? Like all of these things need to already be set up and scheduled to be completed automatically, which is a non-negotiable if you wanna build a business that is scalable. Now, you can have a profitable business without a CRM, but you can't have a business and like a CEO without a CRM. That's just the best way I can explain it because a lot of people like the term CEO, but I don't think anybody really knows what it means. Like being a CEO means you're not going in and physically doing a million things to keep your business running. You're overseeing it from the back end, right? You, you're looking over, you're checking data, you're making sure things are going as they should versus constantly being like, did I do this? Did I do that? They didn't get this. They, like scrappy. Scrappy is not a CEO. Scrappy is good in the beginning though. Like we have to hustle, we have to scrap, we have to do all those things to make sure we get our business off the ground, to make sure we get our first few customers, but that is not sustainable, which is why a lot of photographers end up burning out. I can say that because that was me. I was like, oh yeah, I can totally hustle, keep working, doing all this stuff without no end in sight. It wasn't sustainable in a way that it wasn't sustainable for my life. Like, I had a daughter when my business became very successful and like working out the balance of time and being like, stop working, 
You have to be there for your daughter. Stop working. You need to go for a walk. And like, I don't know, I'm really big into like Montessori and child psychology stuff. I I studied that in college and high school. So those are just a couple of things. It's like, where are your priorities at? And what kind of life do you see yourself having so you can become the CEO? Let go of a couple of things, but also make sure that they keep running without you. That's what a CEO means to me. Like having a CEO life means that I can step back and the business does not fall apart. I can come back and the business is doing fine without me. That's that's the kind of freedom you want in your business. And then also in your life. Like if you need to check in, if a family disaster happens, if you get sick, if your body fails you, any of these things that happen, you can take off work for a week and essentially everything's working. Everything's fine. That is why. <laughs> for a long explanation, that is why you need a CRM. Which I think is a client relationship manager. But either way, it just makes sure that absolutely everything on the client experience end is taken care of. It's one less thing on your plate, one less thing in your mind, and it's completely automated. And there's nothing I love more than something being automated and delegated. Now, the next thing you need to have are emails custom tailored to your voice and then ready to be implemented inside of the CRM. So having a CRM is great, but if you don't have the content (laughs) that's needed to make this run, then it's a little pointless. So I think it's important, which is why in The Wedding CEO, we provide, um, I want to say like six pages of emails to make sure your whole workflow, consistent touch points with your clients, checking in with them, giving them information, letting them know a form needs to be filled out, letting them know on how much time. Like these things are important, but also... You need to have emails custom tailored to the inquiry process as well. So the thing is, is like, yes, we're talking about client experience, but let's talk about the beginning and the end, the onboarding and the offboarding. The middle, everyone talks about the middle because it's important. Make sure you check in, make sure they get this, make sure they get that. But when the inquiry process is happening, once they inquire, do they get a confirmation email that their inquiry went through? How many reminders are you giving them, you know, to book a call with you? How many reminders are you giving them after they booked a call, but they didn't actually book a package? You know, these things are absolutely detrimental for your business to run properly. Or the offboarding process, you know, after you give them their images, what happens next? Do you just ghost and be like, it was a pleasure working with you. See you later. (laughs) You know, and so that's why we, we have separate lessons on the onboarding the client experience and the offboarding and the post workflow, which is something people don't talk about as well. I don't know. Post workflow is the is like the meat of this whole thing. Like how long is it going to take for them to receive their pictures? And then after they receive their pictures, what is your follow-up process to make sure that you end things on good terms or, you know, upsell them on something else you have going on that's actually relatable to them and they already trust you. I mean, once you shoot someone's wedding, they trust you with their family pictures. They trust you with everything. I'm actually... Even though I'm like technically retired, I'm not really accepting like new weddings and clients. My previous clients from two to three years ago are having kids and they're like, we want you to capture our babies. And (laughs) I love me some little squishy babies, so I'm not going to say no. But what I'm saying is I didn't even have to sell them. But imagine if you did just being like, hey, because you are a lifetime client of mine or whatever you can say to make them feel special, I'm going to offer you X 
right? And now you have maybe another source of like really just simple income because you just made a really good relationship with this client and because they trusted you, because the CRM was efficient, you were constantly in touch with them, whether they know it or not, your emails were connected to them and they were, you know, custom tailored to your voice. So, I mean, we don't want you to sound like a robot. We want you to sound like a human being. And now they're like, well, I trust this person with my life. Whatever I need, you know, I'm going to hit them up for that. Now, if you're not passionate about family photography or, you know, whatever else comes next, we can help you brainstorm other ways of bringing in multiple sources of income without having to step into portraits. Like a lot of times people, they seek other forms based on their likes and dislikes, but you can always hop on a call and flesh out those ideas with us on the call. The last tool, it's a non-negotiable. Once I finally... Once I finally got over myself, because <laughs> it's really, you have to get over yourself so much with this one. I hired a photo editor. <laughs> I, when my grandma passed away in 2018, I had, mm, I think I had seven weddings on deck. Seven weddings that needed to be edited and delivered within a few weeks. Like I was already at max capacity and what I would do is because I was so overwhelmed, I would wait until like the week of the deadline I told them and just like really just knock out that entire session. Like organize them into categories, call them by category, edit them by category. It was to the point where like my eyes would hurt. I would see, I feel like I saw double vision half the time. It was not sustainable. I bought blue light glasses thinking that was gonna help. It did not help. It lessened my headaches a little bit, but it didn't help my eyes. My eyes were like so shaky from editing so much. And so... But because my grandma passed and I was grieving and I did not, I could not, like my brain broke. I can't, I can't explain it. And if you've lost somebody in your life, anything, even if it was like a pet, like any sort of thing in your life that caused you to grieve, you realize that you just become quite useless for a couple of weeks. And I was like, I need to find an editor. Like I can't think straight, but I know that I can't knock out seven weddings in the next two weeks because I was grieving for months. I think I was grieving for like two and a half months and my clients were so sweet and they were like, take the time you need. But I was like, this is not, this isn't right. This isn't right. I'm the kind of, kind of person that thinks of things very like black and white, cut and dry. And I'm like, yes, this is an emotional time for me, but they are not obligated to care. <laughs> They're not obligated to care about what's going on in my life and business. And as a business, it is my job to deliver a service that I promised and I promised them a certain amount of time so I need to make sure that happens. I was already past the extension anyway but I was like let me just find an editor and deliver my clients images within the next couple of weeks so that it was only one week over what I promised them because I was already in hot water way in over my head. So I I reached out to many, many photo editors. I think are probably like five. I say five of them. I did the trials with all of them. I did not sleep. I think my daughter went to sleep and I was still up like making sure that like this was taken care of. It was a weight on my shoulder. It was a huge burden. I was like, I can't, I can't keep going like this because if something else happens in my life, I can't just be like, yeah, you guys aren't going to get your photos. I'm very sad. Like <laughs> it just doesn't work like that. But I, and of course, that's like a very like, I don't know, very blunt way of saying it. But that's pretty much what we're saying. It's like, oh, you know, I am going through a thing in my life. Like you're not going to hear from me for a couple of days. And I get it. We're humans behind the business. We are. But at the same time, the business needs to run without you, which is why we talk about becoming a CEO. And it's not just a term. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's a very loose term right now. Just kind of like 
Editorial is a loose term. Luxury is a loose term. CEO is a very loose term. But CEO means so much more than what people are saying. Like, oh yeah, become a boss. <laughs> Becoming a boss means letting go. Becoming a boss means taking charge. Becoming a boss is thinking about something other than yourself and your own needs. There are a lot of things that involve becoming a boss. So that was a rant. Just that was for free. <laughs> but anyway, so I find this photo editor and I finally came across this agency that I love so much. And um, they tested, I think I sent like 10 images in different lighting scenarios and they returned them within a couple of days and it was absolutely exactly my editing style. Like I, nobody would have known that I didn't edit those photos. And I was like, the, the relief that I felt because I knew, like I kept telling myself, like you're almost there, Laura, you're almost there. Like, we're going to figure this out. We're going to figure this out. You kind of have to be your own cheerleader because, you know, like does everybody in your life really know what's going on? I have to constantly like self-correct and self-coach myself like, you got this. Just keep going. Just five more minutes, you know, just five more days. So, um, yeah, after that, I was like, okay, I found my photo editor and I said, okay, here's the thing. Um, a lot has happened. Here's my backlog. You know, all of these weddings. I was sending the catalogs. How long do you think this is going to take? They were like, just give us like 30 days. I was like 30 days for all of them. And they were like, yes. And so I was able to deliver all of these weddings in 30 days to my clients. And I was so relieved. I was so relieved because of how bad I felt about my pain and how much it was causing my business to fall apart. But also, <laughs> I did not have to spend... 20 to 30 hours editing ever again. Like I edit the sneak peeks, right? And then I send the raws and then I send the whole catalog over to the agency. And so this caused me, because at the time I was still a stay-at-home mom. Let's see, Ella was one. She was only one. Oh my gosh, I can't believe she was so little. So Ella was one. And um, a lot of the times, you know, I would edit when she took naps, but when they're like one, one and a half, they're only taking like one nap for one hour. And then during the day, they want your attention, you know, and that's their right as a child. You know, they didn't ask to be here. They, they want to be cared for. They want to have fun. And, and so I, it was really important to me that I raise my kids up until they're two. And then they got to go because they start breaking stuff. But I was able to spend time with her. I was able to not stress about my clients' weddings being delivered. I would turn around sneak peeks in 48 hours. So usually that Monday. If I did a wedding on Saturday, they got their sneak peeks on Monday. And I usually deliver a, a quite a lot. I deliver like a hundred sneak peeks now. I'm ridiculous. But those images are anchors for my editors. And so my editors will take those images and apply that and you know, all the lighting scenarios, all the different setting scenarios. And I get my photos back in like 11 days. <laughs> so not only do I save myself 20 to 30 hours a week culling and editing. I don't even call anymore. They call for me too. So not only do I save all that time, I have also been able to do other tasks like take care of marketing. I was able to spend time with my daughter. I was able to take days off and not feel guilty because I didn't have to edit for hours. It was just shooting and delivering at that point. So I would shoot the wedding and they would get their photos in like two weeks. And I promised way further ahead than that. So it was like very much like over deliver. And my clients loved it. They're like, oh my, are you, are these our images? Are these just a sneak peeks or is this a full gallery? Like this is a full gallery. <laughs> You're welcome. 
surprise, <laughs> you know, and it's a whole celebration and all that other great stuff. But what I'm saying is these tools I think are imperative for a scalable business. Now, you can have a successful business running it the way that you're running it. And I fully back that up. I've done it all. I've, I've, I've been the captain of all the ships. I have done all the things, but I've also let go of a lot. And now I work less than 10 hours a week in my photography business. Probably less than that because I don't even have to work on it every day anymore. Unless it's busy. If it's wedding season, then yes. I think I take about three hours to edit all edit and call like my favorites and um, a couple sneak peeks and stuff. But that's kind of it in terms of editing. Everything else is completely sent over. And then once they deliver the images, I plug them in. I make sure all the images called are what I would select. And they're pretty good. They know my style now. So I, I'm, I'm very specific about the themes, the emotions that I want, how I want those edited, all the other great stuff. So over time, like your editor will get used to. And don't be afraid to give feedback. When you're, when you're working with an editor, they want your honest feedback because they want to please you. They want this to be a good experience. So make sure to give feedback. Don't be afraid. And, and maybe that's a big thing for people. It's like, oh, I hate my images, but I don't want to tell them. Tell them. Please tell them so they can fix it. You can say it nicely, like, hey, these images are great. What they call it? It's the compliment sandwich. You start it, start it nice, and then the bad is in the middle, and then you end it off with something nice. So you try to do the sandwich and just be like, hey, these are really great. Um, a couple of these photos I noticed were underexposed or they didn't match this, or I would prefer maybe moving forward that some of these images be black and white. This is the kind of images I'm referring to. You know, stuff like that. Just be very, like, business professional, you know? <laughs> So I hope this was helpful. This was a lot. This was a lot of information, but I think it's important because yes, we want to talk about the beginner stuff, but I kind of want to just skip right to the good stuff. Let's get to the like the really big meat of the photography business and you want a scalable business. You want your life back. What are you going to do with an extra 20 to 30 hours that you spend editing? What are you going to do with that? I mean, imagine what you could do. Let's say you're at a point now where you've already hit six figures or you're really close to it. You could start working on your next offering. You could start working on your next income stream, but you can completely offboard the editing process to someone else. Those 20 hours could be spent perfecting another stream of income. That extra 20 hours could be spent relaxing because you're tired. I mean, whatever you want to do, but like it's a guilt-free lifestyle and that's what I want for you. So that's it for today's episode. I'm so excited because the waitlist is finally open for the wedding CEO. I have been just oh, so excited, just like writing all these emails that I'm sending you guys about all the information and it's going to be great. So April 10th, when enrollment opens for the waitlist only and there's exclusive bonus with me. So I would love to see you inside and help you elevate your website so that it converts right off the bat. And then we can definitely give you all the feedback you need and more to make sure that you're bringing in those dream clients because we don't want to please everyone anymore. And you can't. It's not sustainable. I think sustainable should be my word of the year. I just, it's my buzzword. But it's true. And so I hope to see you guys inside. Don't forget to join the waitlist before April 10th. You don't want to miss out on this amazing opportunity. This is my first time doing a one-to-one -one group website audit. And you get a website workshop. And we're going to break down exactly step-by-step canvas by canvas, what you need to make sure that your website converts like a dream because we want to build a profitable six-figure wedding photography business. I will see you in the next episode. Bye.
wait, don't go yet. I just wanted to let you know that the doors to the waitlist for the Wedding CEO program are finally open. This is the first time that we have launched the Wedding CEO with a special waitlist bonus. I'm going to be offering a private group website audit. So let me tell you about it. You're going to get a full workshop with me on how to make sure that your website is converting and attracting those ideal clients. I'm talking like we're going to break down every single structure of your website and if it's attracting or repelling your dream clients. I will personally review every website live so you can make changes now and get to work immediately after joining the program. Yes, that's right. I am taking you behind the scenes on what it really takes to have a thriving, successful business with the first impression that you're ever going to give your clients, and that's your website. So that being said, join the waitlist. If you enroll while we are launching this waitlist bonus, you will automatically be given an invitation to this private call as well as the replay sent to you afterwards. I am so excited to help you on this journey and to be able to share all of my knowledge that I have held over the past decade on how to have a converting website that got my business over a half a million dollars in revenue. All right, CEOs, I will see you in the next episode and in the waitlist.